not as dark as you may think. Why do I have anxiety? It is being present. Why do I have stage fright? I can honestly say it's a question I personally have asked myself. Why am I scared of people? It's being alive. Why is it hard for me to sleep? Being rejected makes me feel like I am not enough. And happiness will always feel like this. So today's question is, am I dead yet? Hey guys, it's Monica and welcome back to Am I Dead Yet? I know it's been a little while since I last uploaded, but when life happens, you happen along with it. <laughs> Does that make sense? Anyways, I'm back and we can all be together again, healing and loving and laughing and living. This week, I have a surprise. We have a special guest over. She's my wonderful, beautiful, fantastic friend, my soul sister, and genuinely a light in this world. Hey, Ori. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing to do this with me today. So, how are you? Are I'm, you good? I'm good. Yeah. How are, are you? How I'm are you good. Feeling? I'm feeling Great. I'm feeling super great about this episode. I'm so excited. Me too. <laughs> so let's get into it. Today's question is, <clears throat> why do I take rejection so personally? And you're going to help me answer this question. So I have a list of questions I'm going to ask you so that we can tackle rejection and see if we can change the narrative. So the first question is, have you ever been rejected before? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I think everyone has. True. Can you tell us a little bit about it? So the, the time in my life that I remember feeling the most rejected, I was very young. I was around four. So I believe that makes it more painful because I automatically internalized it as rejection and abandonment because I wasn't old enough to understand the context, to, to know what was going on. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, I think that's the biggest inner child wound I've been working on ever since I can't remember. Yeah. And how did that make you feel? Well, this is the part that lingers all the way through to this day. But it really did make me feel like I wasn't good enough. Like I had to change in order to be accepted. It really made me feel like I wasn't worth staying for. Yeah. So ultimately, that made me feel like I wasn't worthy of love. Which is what made it so difficult for me to heal that wound and to believe that I was lovable and acceptable and worth staying for. It's something that starts in what seems like a very shallow level, but yeah. goes so deeply into your core beliefs about yourself. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> and... <laughs> Ori, what do you think the opposite of rejection is? 
Well, I think the obvious answer for that is acceptance. The opposite of rejection would be acceptance. But to me, the opposite of rejection is something a little bit bigger. So to me, is surrender. Mm. So surrendering to whatever it is. So trusting in God's plan because rejection then is no longer rejection there's no longer resistance to what happens mm. so you're okay with everything that happens because you surrender to god's plan and accept that everything comes and goes and everything changes and we never had control over anything so in reality it was never rejection it was just how it was supposed to be yeah So you no longer take it personally because you're like, yeah, well, that happened. That sucked. You know, I like this person. They didn't like me back. Yeah. That's just an example. But that was just how it was supposed to be. It's not. So it is. It is actually acceptance. It's acceptance to whatever it is. Yeah. Surrender to whatever it is, because then you find so much peace in being like, Yeah, I never really had control over that person liking me or not. So I'm just going to let it go. Yeah. It sounds so easy, though. <laughs> it is it very hard. <laughs> In practice, it is very hard. But I think that it is very comforting for you or for everyone to understand and to really internalize that the only thing that they have in life is themselves. Mm. And that that is what they have to accept and nurture and work on. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love that answer. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't even know like you'd ended. I was like waiting for more. <laughs> um, well, this is an interesting question, but have you ever rejected anyone? Yeah. Um, I think this ties up with the last question but I, yeah I frequently do I actually reject myself a lot mm. so and again this is just me going back to that inner child wound this yeah. is just me really internalizing or thinking very deeply in my heart that I wasn't lovable yeah that I wasn't worth worthy of love or worth staying for so I reject myself hopefully I really do it less more day by day but I tend to hide parts and soften parts and keep to myself yeah. things in order to avoid being rejected by others mm. so I betray myself just for other people to make them comfortable to make them accept me yeah which is of course We're like talking about it it's it sounds very harsh i think everyone does it but i think it's nice to sit after you hang out with someone and be like what parts of me did i feel like i had to hide hmm. like because i want to be and i would also ask that question to my friends because i want to be someone you do not need need feel the need to hide from yeah I want you to be 100% what, who you are. And I, I want to be that safe space for you. But that is something that 
takes work because in order to be and hold that space for someone, you have to do that for yourself first. Yeah, definitely. So you have to stop rejecting yourself. You have to accept yourself with all with all your flaws and or and you know everything everything yeah. that that represents a, a living he's sent into human being yeah and the beauty that is that of course so yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're just like giggling <laughs> i don't think like people understand how intense this is i think they need to be looking at you to see how passionate you are when talking about these things and it's sad but also beautiful how many people will be able to relate with you and learn from it the next question is what was going on in your mind when you rejected a person like what was me, when i rejected me when you rejected yourself when you rejected someone else what is what is the thought process what is going on in your mind the thing is um well let me talk first about when i reject myself when i reject myself i what what goes on in my mind is that i'm not lovable in my most authentic self in my truest purest form mm. so i have to change and shape shift and reject my true feelings my wants my needs my true voice yeah just again what everyone wants what i really what everyone looks for in this life which is love So you, I do that in order to be loved. Yeah. Um, we can go in on, on and on about how this is very not the way to go because then you're not being loved by who you are truly. But every time I reject someone else, I find that I tend to reject in people the parts of them That I see in me. So, you know, I, I... And they say this a lot. When you point at someone, you're pointing one finger at them and, and three, three at, you. at you. Yeah. So, I tend to... You know, the, the every time someone triggers me, someone does something that, I'm, that I feel very angry about, or very, especially anger, because that's, like, the triggering emotion for me in that, in that. But I just know myself enough to know, you know, what emotion goes on in my body when I feel that yeah so when I feel that towards someone I'm like wait this is something I have to work on in myself <laughs> yes and I'm like and I have to sit down and be like okay when do I do this how do I act like this yeah and why do I hide it because most of the times when I reject someone and I don't like the parts When I, well, I say that I don't like the, those certain specific parts about themselves are actually the parts of me that I'm hiding mm. because I feel like those are not lovable, quoting, lovable traits. Yeah. Yeah. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. That, sorry, I rambled. No, <laughs> you love to hear it. Yeah. This podcast is a safe space. A safe space. About, a safe space. We're all about safe spaces. Yeah. <laughs> Mori. Yeah? Mm, this is a strange question, okay. but you will see its relevance later. Okay. But what is your favorite fruit? My fruit? 
<laughs> Your favorite fruit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I eat every fruit but papaya. Are you joking? I'm not joking. You're not. You hate papaya. Yeah. I hate papaya. You do? I didn't know that. It's weird because it just. <laughs> that but i feel like my favorite food is are mangoes mangoes and i say this because i obviously well not obviously if you're he- listening to me right now you probably don't know i live very far away from my home mm. i live in the other side of the world and back home they have big juicy mangoes and i remember coming back from volleyball practice and my mom chopping me some mangoes for Aww. late dinner late night dinner so and i also remember just going being in the streets back home and looking at people throw rocks at mango trees just to have a delicious snack that so, happened a lot back home too yeah, for me. yeah so so i like i associate this beautiful fruit with all these memories warmth yeah and just like the love that there was there is back home So, yeah, I hold it very dear to my heart because of that. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. We're hugging. We're hugging. We're hugging. (laughs) People. (laughs) Disclaimer. (laughs) Disclaimer. (laughs) I love you. I love you, too. Thank you. (laughs) So, everyone, that was Ori. And it's just a blessing that she was able to share with us today. So, yeah, that's the question, guys. Why do we take rejection so personally? I think we have all faced rejection at some point in our lives. And with it, the feelings that we have learned to associate with being rejected. To many, rejection reflects the extent of our capabilities. Rejection outlines everything that is wrong with ourselves. When we are told no, when we are substituted, when we are waitlisted, when we are turned down, when we're not the first choice, when we're not the most preferable, when we're not a match, and the list goes on. Would it be crazy if I said rejection has absolutely nothing to do with you? Rejection is just what's on the other end of preference. I like grapes. Grapes aren't my favorite fruit. (laughs) I love grapes, but I don't particularly fancy papaya. (laughs) I don't like it. I don't like its texture at all. But my family loves papaya. So we always had papaya growing up. But I never grew to like papaya, and that never happened for me. But it was always, always in the house, because my family loved it. I rejected the papaya, but it was always in the house. And it was always papaya. It never changed to grapes. And my preference for grapes never changed either. The moral of this story is, just as my rejection towards the papaya didn't in the slightest transform the papaya or influence my family's perception of the papaya, which they loved, 
any rejection you face remains a personal opinion of the person that has found you to be on the other end of preference. It doesn't say anything about who you are. And it's not going to change the perception of those who do prefer and are yet to prefer your company. However, that which we have taught ourselves to dangerously desire, I have now come to realize that which we believe we will experience on the other end of rejection, which most of us hope to find there, is not the simplicity of what actually exists on that other end, which is a preference for something or someone. But instead, we have cultivated that on the other end of rejection, there is acceptance. Hence, we have taught ourselves to believe that when we are rejected, we are morphed into something unacceptable. So we base the entirety of ourselves on a single person's preference and we hurt our own feelings. Rejection is redirection. Would we sometimes rather be the intended destination? Yes. But if by any chance we are not, if someone chooses to change destination or if someone had an entirely different destination altogether, are we allowed to be disappointed? Sure. But not because you have morphed yourself into something unacceptable, unlovable, undesirable, but because you know that you are all these wonderful things accepted, loved, desired. And it's simply a shame that in this very particular microscopic moment, you are a papaya and not a grape. But to some people, <laughs> you are their grape. You're their most perfect choice, their absolute match, a proper fit, their clear and direct yes, their preference. And the funny thing is, that has nothing to do with you either. Because you are separate from the intricacies of another person's choice. Because they make that choice based on reactions that occur within themselves. Their feelings, their patterns, their needs, their society and the lessons they've learned within it. Their trauma. Things they probably don't even recognize within themselves that you couldn't possibly either. So why insist on the discovery of yourself within someone who is still on their own road to discovery? How can someone forever learning about themselves know about you? Why do we take rejection so personally? Because we believe that we are an empty notebook that is defined by the notes that the people we have encountered have made. Yet we are a novel pressed and printed, that is read by the people we encounter. And any notes they make are not scribbles on blank paper, but highlights of the beautiful world that already exists there. Thank you for listening to my podcast. And see you next week, hopefully. Sister, you're so excited. <laughs>